Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Rabbi shawli sadri wa yasuli amri wa ahlil ugdati min lisani yafqahu qawli. May Allah grant us the goodness in this life and in the hereafter. May He grant us hidayah in all our endeavors and may He accept our fast, inshallah. So, yesterday we started this series, this Ramadan, we started this series, um, Great Women in Islam. And yesterday we posted on our social media platforms and today would be talking about yesterday we talked about Khadija ta'ala anha the wife of our prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and today we'll be talking about the wife of Fir'aun Asia Allah said these are the women of Jannah and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam described her as one of the greatest women to ever walk the surface of this earth so Asya radiallahu ta'ala and her Asya bin Muhazim, um, despite being married to the worst human being who ever walked the surface of this earth, her husband was a tyrant. Um, she still had perfect iman and she still believed in Allah. So Allah described her in the Quran saying, that Allah has given an example to those who believe of the wife of Fir'aun. Why did Allah call her the wife of Fir'aun? He called her the wife of Fir'aun because he wanted to show us that this woman, the wife of Fir'aun, may Allah be pleased with her, despite being married to the worst tyrants, the um, worst human beings who ever walked the surface of this earth, she still was a woman of faith. She still had perfect iman. And that is why the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, said she was one of the greatest women to ever walk the surface of this earth. And in a previous ayah, Allah says, Allah was talking about the wives of Nuh and the wife of Lut. Um, these women, despite having perfect husbands, perfect people as husbands, prophets and messengers as husbands, they still disbelieved. And Allah is telling us that, Allah is trying to tell us in here that Iman is a personal struggle, it's an individual struggle. You have to struggle for your Iman, no one can do that for you. You have to work towards it, you have to put in effort, learn your deen and practice it. That is when your iman will get better. So it doesn't matter your affiliations, your status, your family, your associations. On the day of judgment, if you didn't believe in Allah, you didn't do good, you didn't practice Islam, none of these things are going to save you because the wives of Lut and Noah were not saved because their husbands were messengers of Allah. No, they still perished. So may Allah make it easy for us and may Allah grant us the goodness in this world and the hereafter. So we'll start talking about Asya radiallahu ta'ala and her, about um, the story will start where she, would just start where she um, went to the shores of the river now and she saw the prophet um, Musa salam. so she um, he was placed on the river by his mother because Allah directed her to do so and he picked her up she picked him up and sent him home and it happened because as at that time the her husband 
Fir'aun was killing all male babies that year because he had a dream that um, he would be overthrown by a man from the children of Israel, Banu Israel. So he ordered the execution of all male babies born that year. And Allah was so wonderful. Allah wanted to save um, Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. Allah wanted to use him to spread his word, to spread his oneness and to spread Tawheed. Allah saved him and made him appear to um, Asya radiallahu ta'ala anha. So she sent him home and she asked for Aaron to allow them to keep this baby. That he was going to be the coolness of their eyes and the coolness of his eyes and her eyes. So they kept him, she nurtured him and Allah made a way that Musa was reunited with his mother. Because Asya radiallahu anha um, didn't have kids so she couldn't breastfeed so he... Um, Musa's mother was sent to the palace as a wet nurse for Musa Alayhi So fast forward, um, Musa Alayhi grew up and he started preaching Tawheed, he started preaching the oneness of Allah and that is where um, Fir'an started to get infuriated. But Asya um, loved him, she believed in Musa, she believed in the message he was preaching and she believed that he was sent from Allah and without um, um, Fir'an recognizing that she was among the monotheists, um, that she believed in Allah, she practiced what um, Musa wasalam, preached in secret because she was probably scared of her husband and, you know, because he would oppress you and all of that. So as the time goes on, there was an incident that led to Asya coming out and exposing her Islam, exposing her religion. And that was the incident that is known as the incident of um, the hairdresser of the daughter of her aunt. So the hairdresser of the daughter of her aunt one day was combing her hair and she dropped a comb. And when she dropped the comb, she said, Bismillah, in the name of Allah. And her aunt's daughter, obviously from another wife or a concubine or something, other than Asya, she said to the hairdresser, Abi Allah, is it my father Allah? And the hairdresser responded and said, No, the Lord of your father and the Lord of me and the Lord of you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the daughter goes back to her aunt, she rushed to her aunt and she told and narrated everything to him. And he didn't think twice about it, he because he doesn't even have an ounce of mercy or pity in his heart. So he ordered um, his servants to dig um, a pit and put in it copper to burn. And it was in that pit he was going to put this hairdresser and her family, her ki- her children. So Fuan also wanted to make this an example to the rest of the people who disbelieved in him. So he ordered the whole community, the whole city to come and witness this event, including Asia. And Allah, in his own way, later made for own an example to all of us. And it still is an example to all of us. The remains of her own has been humiliated and is still there. And this is serving as a reminder to all of us that Allah is one 
and Allah is true. So Quran called the town and everyone in Asia to obviously come and witness this incident. So the woman and all her children, she was a poor woman and every single one of her children were put in the pit. And the woman told um, her aunt that she had one request, that after he had bent she and her children to ashes, she wanted her bones and that of her children's ashes and bones to be gathered in one cloth. So that was how much she loved her family and that was her greatest thirst, to watch her children die and so one by one, Fir'on um, accepted her request and so one by one, they all started to die and perish. And it was left with her suckling baby in herself. And at that time, she was hesitant. She didn't want to throw the baby into the pit. And at that point, Allah caused the baby to talk. Um, Prophet Muhammad said, Allah made the baby talk and he told the mother, throw me into it, that the punishment of this world is much graver than the punishment of the hereafter. So she threw the baby into it and she went into it herself and they all perished. So the Prophet Muhammad said on his journey to on the night of Isra and Miraj, um he was going through the heavens and he smelled this beautiful fragrance and he asked the angel Gabriel, Angel Jibril, what was that? What fragrance is that and he said this is the fragrance of the hairdresser of the daughter of Pharaoh and the Prophet said he smelled that fragrance even as he was traveling on the night of Israel Miraj. So it was at that point when um Asia saw how cruel and um wicked her husband was and how brave the other woman was and by that way, she decided to go up to her husband and face him. If this woman with nothing was able to face Fir'aun and tell him that she, she, she didn't fear him and he should burn her, why can't she also do the same? So it increased her iman. Instead of even weakening her iman, he increased her iman. So she did that and... She went to her own and she told him, um, do you know what I'm going to do? Like, I do not fear you anymore. Um, I believe in Allah. I believe in the Lord of Musa and Harun. And yes, she told him she believed in the Lord of Musa and Harun. And she wasn't scared of what he was going to do to her. And Quran was so frustrated, he was so angry, he dragged her, he dragged Asia, his wife, on the ground, because he had um, no fear of Allah, he, he dragged a woman, he dragged her on the floor, and he, he was, he asked them to um, tie her up and send her to the cliff and push her off. Even before that, he derived her food, water, her honor, her dignity, all of that. She she lost that. His own wife and the daughters of Pharaoh and his wives and concubines were all laughing at her. <coughs> she had no support. And while that was going, she looked up to the heavens and she said to Allah, Rabbi Ibn Li, 
Baitan Mitfil Jannah, Wallah, grant me a place in Jannah. And um, some, some of the scholars said before she said that to Allah, she, she asked Allah for Allah's company. Before she asked Allah for a place in Jannah, she asked for Allah's company. And this is showing us something significant. She could have asked Allah for another husband. She could have asked Allah for something else, but she asked Allah for his company. It shows us that her goal in her goal was not this world. Her goal was the Ahira. That was what she was all concerned about. She had all the luxury, all the world, but she didn't care about it because she knew this world was permanent. The Ahira this world was temporal. This world is temporal and the Ahira is permanent. So and so he kept maltreating her and he asked them to send her um to the cliff high cliff and Allah Allah opened up the skies to Asia and he showed her her place in Jannah. And so when the people lashed her over and over again, the angels shaded her. The Prophet wasallam said, um, she was shaded like the people of Asham were shaded. And the same way the angels shaded the people of Asham, they shaded Asia. So her iman increased. She arised. She was, she was being tortured. And she looked up and she saw what she saw. And she was shaded and she laughed. And Fir'an said to the guy, um, his guards, look how crazy this woman has got. She's not going to go back to her senses. And so they should take her to the highest cliff and um, tie her under there and push off a border to fall on her. Um, and it will smash her body into pieces. So they went up there, the cliff, and they pushed this border to fall on the body of Asia. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not give Fir'an that pleasure. So, um... Before that happened, she asked Allah, Najin Neiman Fir'aun, save me from Fir'aun and his evil. So Allah took her soul before the border landed on her body. So although her body was smashed to pieces, that is what people saw, but Allah had taken her for himself. Allah had granted her place in Jannah and as she requested and she was happy even though her body was smashed her soul was happy her soul was at rest so this is an amazing story this was an amazing woman and she's an amazing example to all of us and that was a test of faith and subhanallah she passed that test with flying colors she could have um enjoyed this dunya all the pleasure and all the luxury she had to it but she chose her ahira over this dunya may allah um, subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us with her and those that have perfected their faith and grant us the highest levels of jannah of those may allah make it easy for us may allah grant us the strength to be able to defend islam at any point and May he bless us all. Salaamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh.